What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 71 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. We are officially into the Sweet 16 of March Madness, and some even being in the Elite 8 already. And it's just been super crazy. There's been so many more upsets. Uh, St. Peter's on the men's side has yet again had another upset. Um, and they are just doing insane and on the women's side, South Carolina just keeps winning, so we'll see how far they go. First off, I just want to say thank you everybody for tuning in to today's podcast. I know uh, I've been taking a lot of notes on the March Madness stuff, and so I really appreciate everybody that's been listening. And also, I just um, I just took a really exciting trip, and so you guys will be seeing content on that. You guys can see a few pictures on my Instagram already. So you guys can go ahead and guess in the comments down below where you guys think I was. And you guys will be seeing more content of that soon. But I had some pretty cool opportunities going on there. So I'm just going to continue to keep working, continue with my podcast because I love doing my podcast. And and you guys will continue to listen. <laughs> um Alright, so I'll get right into the March Madness stuff, Um, and so I'll just speak on the second round, right? And so I already went through most of the second round for the men's side, so I'll go right into the Sweet 16, but it ended up being Gonzaga against Arkansas in one of the matchups, and nobody expected this. I don't think anybody, well, obviously somebody had to expect it, but... Not many people did, but Arkansas ended up pulling off the upset against Gonzaga, 74-68. to That's one of the biggest upsets of the tournament so far. Most people, including myself, thought Gonzaga was going to win it all, and that includes Pops as well, <laughs> and Pops isn't wrong very often. Um, but I did, I did not think that Gonzaga was going to lose. If anything, I thought they would, if they were to lose, it'd be in the semifinals, or the final four is what I mean, but jeez. Um, and so Arkansas ends up moving on. Then we had the matchup between Duke and Texas Tech, and Duke ended up pulling off the win with 78-73. to It was a pretty close game throughout the entire time. So Duke ended up going, ended up pulling it off, and then for the Elite Eight, it's going to be Duke against Arkansas for the West. Moving down to the East side, it was North Carolina against UCLA, and North Carolina won 73-66, and although it doesn't sound like it was a close game, that game was a war, and I got to watch the entire second half and some of the first half of that game, and let's just say North Carolina and UCLA, both teams battled super hard. It ended up being a pretty high-scoring game, Um, and UCLA just kept executing, but North Carolina ended up pulling it off in the end, so that was a that was a very good war. I, uh, but North Carolina pulled it off, so they advanced to the Elite Eight. Then we had Purdue against St. Peter's, and St. Peter's ended up pulling off another upset, 67-64. Purdue had a shot at the end to tie it to go to overtime, ended up missing. That game was back and forth the entire time, and I didn't think St. Peter's was going to pull it off. Uh, so they ended up advancing into the Elite Eight, and they'll play against North Carolina. And there's no way that North Carolina loses to St. Peter's. And if St. Peter's wins, I'm going to, like, they're going to win the entire thing if they beat North Carolina, in my opinion. 
I'm not saying North Carolina is going to win it all. I'm just saying they've already upset Kentucky, the number two seed, Murray State, the number seven seed, and Purdue, the number three seed. North Carolina is the number eight seed, but they've pulled off an upset against Baylor and UCLA. Um, and so if they if they beat North Carolina, that'd be absolutely insane. Most people are calling it a Cinderella story right now. And I know the coach is, he was like, well, I mean, we're expecting this. We're expecting to win. And you could see, like, their confidence on the court. And they just play with heart. I mean, they're not the best shooting team. They're not the best rebounding team. In fact, they're actually kind of small. Um, and they just, they just play with a lot of heart. And they play really aggressive defense, just all up in your face the entire time, full court press. It's just insane. I love watching it. So they'll play against North Carolina. So, in the West and East, we got Arkansas against Duke and North Carolina against St. Peter's. And, fun fact, Duke and North Carolina have never faced each other in a March Madness before. So, we're hoping that this will be the first time. We'll hope that Duke beats Arkansas and hopefully North Carolina does beat St. Peter's and somebody upsets St. Peter's. Um, but to the point where they'll meet in the Final Four. If that does happen to where it's Duke and North Carolina, I'll take Duke for the W. And, in fact, I think that Duke is going to end up in the semifinals now that Gonzaga's out. Uh, I do think it'll be Duke against Kansas. And I don't know. I think that'll be a pretty close game, but I think I'm going to go with Kansas for the win for that one. But moving on to the other side of the bracket, uh, for the Sweet 16, we had Arizona against Houston and crazy. Houston beat Arizona. I knew that an upset was coming against Arizona at some point. Um, I did not think it would be Houston, but clearly it was. They won 72-60. to 60. Arizona just wasn't executing very well at all. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And so 72-60, to 60, Houston moves on to the Elite Eight. Then we had Michigan against Villanova. Unfortunately, Michigan ended up upsetting number... Michigan ended up upsetting number 10. Oh my gosh. Michigan upset Tennessee, in which I thought Tennessee was going to go like all the way to the Final Four. Obviously, they didn't. So it was Michigan against Villanova. Villanova won 63 to 55. So they advanced to the Elite Eight. They're going to play against Houston, Villanova against Houston. I believe that Villanova will win that game, but at this point, who knows with all these upsets going on. Then back down to the Midwest bracket bracket we had Kansas against Providence Kansas won 66 to 61 but I mean it was a pretty close game they only ended up winning by five I know in the uh early in the first half of Providence was having trouble scoring but they were playing tough defense it was like 22 to 8 at one point I believe and so the fact that they brought it and cut it down to five down the stretch was, was really tough, but Kansas pulled off the W. Thank goodness. We didn't need a whole nother upset to where there was no number one seeds in the Elite Eight. That would have been insane. Then we had Iowa State against Miami, which nobody predicted this to happen because uh, Miami is the number 10 seed, and Iowa State is the number 11 seed. So we had 10 against 11 in the Sweet 16. Pretty insane. So we had Miami against Iowa State. Miami won 70-56, to so Miami moves on to the Elite Eight as well, and they're going to play against Kansas. And if Miami, the number 10 seed, upsets Kansas, that would be another huge upset. 
because they already beat USC and clearly they beat Auburn as well, which is the number two seed in which I thought Auburn was going to go all the way as well. I thought it would be close to Auburn against Tennessee, but unfortunately that didn't happen either. So it'll be Kansas against Miami. I'll take Kansas, and then again I'll take Villanova beating Houston, so it'll be Kansas against Villanova. That'll be another close game. But hopefully the final four is Duke against North Carolina and Villanova against Kansas. So those will be some pretty good games and exciting ones to watch. So drop down below with all these upsets going on who you think the final four will be on the men's side. All right, flipping the page. Now we're heading on to the women's side. There hasn't been as many upsets over here, but there have been some really good games. So um, I'll go back to one of the games that I thought was going to be close, and I mentioned the last time, and it was North Carolina against Arizona, and this is again on the woman's side, so don't get it mixed up, you guys. Uh, I thought this was going to be a close one, but North Carolina won 63-45, to and I watched that game, and well, how about this? I've been watching a lot of the games so far, but uh, it, Arizona just wasn't really executing at all. They couldn't make shots, they were missing layups, and North Carolina just looked like they wanted it more, so they ended up pulling off the W. Uh, They ended up winning by 18, which is a lot more than I was expecting. So it was South Carolina against North Carolina, right? And South Carolina won 69-61, which I think we were all expecting South Carolina to win that game. And if they didn't, North Carolina would have a huge upset right there because most people, including myself, think South Carolina is going to win it all. And unless this is another Gonzaga story, that should be happening. (laughs) So then we had Iowa State uh, playing against Creighton. And Creighton won that game 76-68. to And um, Iowa State was ranked number 3 and Creighton was ranked number 10. So Creighton already upset Iowa, which was the number 2 seed. So then they went on to play against Iowa State. And they're the number three seed, and they upsetted them as well. So they've already upsetted number two and, and number three. Will they upset number one? We will see. So South Carolina and Crane is going to be one of the first matchups in the Elite Eight. Okay, so then we move on to the Wichita bracket down on the left-hand side. And we had Louisville beat Gonzaga 68 to. Oh, my handwriting is a little sloppy right here, but I I think it's 54. Um, So Louisville will move moves on to the Sweet 16. Then we had Belmont against Tennessee, and that was a really close game. And I thought Belmont was going to end up pulling it off because they were ahead most of the game. But Tennessee hit a pretty big shot and they ended up winning the game 70 to 67. Okay, then we had Villanova against Michigan. Michigan won that game, 64-49, wasn't even close. We had a huge upset right here. South Dakota against Baylor. South Dakota won 61-47. I had a feeling that Baylor was going to have an upset sometime soon, and it happened. So we have Louisville against Tennessee and Michigan against South Dakota. That is happening. Those games are going to be on later tonight, so we will see. Uh, whoever wins both of those games will advance to the Elite Eight. All right, then on the other side of the bracket, we'll go to the Spokane region. We had Stanford against Maryland, which I thought that that would be one of the matchups for sure. 
and I knew that it was going to happen, and I had Maryland winning it. For those of you that have been listening throughout the entire time, I had Maryland going to the semifinals, so I had a feeling that they were going to beat Stanford, but unfortunately, I was wrong. Stanford beat Maryland 72-66. to I know Maryland was down a decent bit um, before that, so they were able to bring it back and at least make it somewhat close with Stanford. So Stanford moves on to the Elite Eight. Then we had Texas against Ohio State, and which, by the way, Ohio State and LSU was another really good game, and they pulled it off winning 79-64. And I know LSU was down by at least 20 at one point, but they were fighting. They were definitely fighting all the way down the stretch, but... Ohio State, they kept just they just kept on trading baskets down the court, and so LSU never really had a chance to catch up because Ohio State kept on executing as well. So we had Ohio State against Texas, in which that was another war, and Texas pulled it pulled it off, sixty six to sixty three. They only won by three points, in which Ohio State was the number six ranked, um, was the sixth ranked seed going into this. And Texas was the number two. So I have a feeling that Texas is going to struggle against Stanford, but we'll see. So it'll be Stanford against Texas in the, in the Spokane region for the Elite Eight. Then we go down to the Bridgeport region. We had NC State played against Kansas State. They won that game 89-57, so they advanced to the Sweet 16. Then we had Notre Dame against Oklahoma, which nobody was expecting this to happen. But Notre Dame, the number five seed, played against Oklahoma, the number four seed, in which I knew Notre Dame was going to win that game, but I didn't know that they were going to win by 44 points. They won that game 108-64, to and again, they're one of the only teams that got 100 points. And uh, so far, as I'm looking... No, there's only been one other team that has reached 100 points so far in the women's side, and that was Maryland with 102. So they reached 108 to 64. That was pretty insane. They put up some big numbers right there. So it'll be NC State against Notre Dame happening later tonight. And whoever wins that will advance to the Elite Eight. I'm going to take NC State for this one. I do think it'll be like a two- or three-point game, though, because Notre Dame has been performing really well lately. Um, But I do do not think that they are going to upset NC State, the number one seed. And so far, none of the one seeds on the women's side have been upsetted. So just waiting for one of these to happen. Maybe it'll happen today with Louisville. And Tennessee, I don't think so, but it could happen. Or it could happen with NC State and Notre Dame today. Then uh, we had Princeton against Indiana, which that was a really good game. That was 56-55. Indiana ended up pulling it off, but Princeton was right there the entire game. Pretty back and forth. There was some lead changes for sure, but Indiana was leading most of the game. So they ended up pulling it off by one point. That was a really good game. Then we had UConn against UCF, 52-47. to They ended up pulling it off. UConn did. Um, I do think UConn kind of struggled to execute in that game. Um, I do think that they'll perform better against Indiana, but we'll see. So this will be a really good matchup. Number two seed, UConn, plays against number three seed, Indiana. We'll see who wins that one. I'll take UConn for the win on this one, but... We'll see. So we got some really good games going on today. Uh, Whoever wins these ones advances to the Elite Eight. 
At this point, I'm not really sure. I think I'm going to take Stanford to go on to the semifinals against South Carolina. I do still say that South Carolina will win the game. Um, Will win the national championship is what I mean. Uh, But I do think it'll be Stanford against UConn in the final four. In which Stanford will beat UConn. And so I know uh, I was hoping that it was going to be Maryland most of the time too. Because I did think Maryland was going to get there. But... They didn't, so in this case, with Maryland being out, I will take Stanford for the win. All right, so that's most, that's basically everything that I have on the March Madness side. I know there's been a lot of stuff going on with the NBA and everything, just so many talks for next season. Um, I'm still not sure who's going to win the championship for the NBA. I feel like this race is getting closer right now. I did think it would be the Suns for a while, but with Chris Paul being hurt, they, they've still been winning games, but they've been struggling a little bit. So we'll see. Um, hopefully Chris Paul can be healthy again soon for the Suns. But I think it's going to be uh, interesting for because the national championship for the NBA is coming up soon. I know there's spring training in baseball right now, which is happening just a couple streets away from me, actually. And it's super, it's super neat. I know I experienced one of those games before, um, and it was pretty cool. So we got all kinds of sports going on. I know we got some UFC going on tonight as well. Uh, there's football stuff starting back up again. So, all right then. Um, it's a big sports day today. I know for me, I'm gonna be working hard after I publish this podcast. In which I do want to thank you guys all again for listening. Uh, This is a super good one. And we'll see for the men's side if St. Peter's ends up upsetting North Carolina on the men's side. So we will see. Thank you guys all for tuning in and I will see you all next time. And that wraps up episode 71 of the Daughter and Pops podcast.